Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Hey, look at us, just a couple of goons on a Sunday night talking about fantasy football. Let's go. First of all, it's been a fun weekend. The intro's rolling. There, fade us out, Tyler. There we go. We need some work on that. Hey, we are here on the Dynasty Happy Hour. It's me, your host, Doug Eddie. I'm here with my co-host, Tyler Gunther. Just the two of us, James, taking the week off. Corey, taking the week off. It's a two-man box. We're like an announcing booth over here. I'll be Joe Buck. You can be Troy Aikman. How you want to do that? I'll be John Madden. You can be Pat Summerall. I, I like that. I like that duo better. I mean, boom, <laughs> boom. It's a popcorn pop a pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I need some turducken. Boom. Uh, speaking of turducken, Tyler, how the hell was your Thanksgiving, my friend? It was good. A lot of family, but a lot of sick kids. Uh, yeah, I mean, it went right down the line. Started off with my son a little bit, but then my daughter got it. She was gone. She was at home all week from Monday till today. And then my youngest got it Wednesday. Like, we're in the clear. My oldest was getting getting healthier. And then all of a sudden, Wednesday evening hit, and boom. Youngest got it. My wife wasn't able to attend uh, one of the Thanksgivings. And then Saturday came, and I was the only one attending my family. So it was a, it was a hard weekend for my wife. She, it was a very uh, disjointed Thanksgiving. Yes, it was. As all holidays are when you have kids, it just seems like right when the holidays run around, right when Halloween hits, it's like, oh, Halloween, you got a, one kid sick. Thanksgiving, two probably. Christmas comes, it's usually one or two again. And then New Year's Eve, one of them usually comes down with something. So, yeah, it's it's common. Fun, fun. I did not have any sick kids. I just went to my wife's aunt's house about 20 minutes from here, had a nice little Thanksgiving, had some apple pie, had some pumpkin pie. I did not have any humble pie like Zach Wilson had this week, though. Um, he had a big old serving of humble pie, and we'll talk a bit, little bit about that coming up. But before we do, I want to tell you who we're sponsored by today, and it is our awesome, awesome sponsor, Manscaped. That's right. You know that proper grooming requires precision-engineered tools. Once you're down there, you don't want to, you don't want to be careless and fun and fancy-free. You want to take your time. You want to do it right. It's a sensitive area. Your hygiene demands it. Precision requires it. Manscaped has the right tools for the job. Skin-safe technology. You're not going to cut yourself up and, and you know, you know when you were like a teenager and you learned how to shave and you put those little pieces of tissue paper on all your little cuts. Yeah, you're not going to have to worry about that. The skin-safe technology is awesome. It's waterproof. You want to use it in the shower? Have at it. There's a nifty LED light if you're looking for more of a challenge with the lights off. Like, hey, you do you. I'm not going to judge. Has a wireless charger. The Weed Whacker nose and ear trimmer is new with the Lawnmower 4.0. Again, we see it every week. Ear hair, nose hair. Yeah, I'm 44. It happens. Just saying the Weed Whacker is a godsend. And then after all that, you've trimmed up. You're looking great. You're feeling great. What else do you want to do? You probably want to smell great, right? So use the Crop Preserver, the Crop Cleanser, the Crop Reviver. Crop everything. And stop what you're doing and get all this stuff. It's all in one package. You can go on to manscaped.com. Use code DHH for a hearty 20% off at checkout. Manscaped, your balls, you know what they're going to do? They're going to look up at you and they're going to go, thanks, man. I appreciate you. And you'll be able to see them because it yeah, clears it. <laughs> exactly. You know, you'll it's like look uh, them in the eyes. <laughs> you'll feel like Jesse Ventura in The Predator when he's got his minigun and he's just shaving down the forest. And you're like, oh, this is a nice little clear area. Whoa. It's going to be like that. Whoa. Look at this gun I got, Arnold. It's amazing. Yeah, it's going to be just like that. It's going to be amazing. So, Tyler, we're going to do a little bit of different format. We're going to mix it up a little bit. We'll get back to our normal format next week. Tyler's like, let's just go game by game. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. We can do that. So we're, we're going a little throwback, but we're going to hit everything on every game this week. And we are going to start with Turkey Day. Let, this Turkey Day was a fun day of games. Like, usually Thursday night football or Thursday footballs in general kind of sucked. Like, Amazon's kind of got a raw deal with some of these crappy games. But no, no, no. No, no, no. The Kimbe Matumbo. Great games on Thursday. Let's start with the first one. It was the Bills versus the Lions. Bills are on the road. They spent an extra week in Detroit, the beautiful city of Detroit. Uh, 
they came back and won 28 to 25. The Lions, you know, they were riding a three-game win streak. They were right up there with the Bills this week. Jared Goff had a nice game. But the thing that I extrapolated from this game was that Amon Ron St. Brown's floor is silly high. And when he's healthy, like he has been in the last few weeks, he's going to get you double-digit targets every single game. And that is like gold in the fantasy community, especially now that we've missed out on um, we've missed out on, you know, guys like Cooper cup who are getting a ton of work. Amon Ross St. Brown. He's a wide receiver one the rest of the way. Tyler, where would you have him? Um, if we're doing a startup today, where would you put him on Ross St. Brown at wide receiver? I would probably say fringe top 12, like I, 12, 13, 14 around there. I mean, there's, tons and tons and tons of receivers uh, i've re- come to realize like there are plenty of receivers to go around in dynasty now uh would you have him around t higgins because don't forget amon ross st brown was wide receiver four at one point this season uh and, and t higgins is proving that when jamar chase is out he can be a one but where would you have those those two i want to kind of put them side by side oh you know i think t higgins on a week-to-week probably has a, a little bit of a higher ceiling because of his explosive plays. Amon Ra had some explosive plays last year, but we haven't really seen it this year. But I don't know if that's because of lingering ankle injury. But, I mean, the floor of Amon Ra and the targets, I mean, it's great what T. Higgins is doing without Chase. We saw what he did with Chase last year. Yeah. And that was great. Ooh, this is tough because T. Higgins is one of my favorite dynasty assets. I just traded for him this week, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. But um, I would probably give T. Higgins a... I would... I'd probably go T Higgins. Just it's really, really razor's edge, but I'd probably go with Higgins. The th- the thing with me is, is we've seen Higgins with Chase. We've seen him succeed. We have not seen Amon Ross St. Brown with Jamison Williams, who they traded up to get, and to see where the t- where the target share goes. Uh, I I think if they would have won this game, he was for sure playing next week. But the fact that they did lose, I think we might maybe see him eased in again but mm-hmm. with the fact that like this nfc north division sucks especially if the packers fall on their face yeah. again tonight yeah it's it's a pretty rough d- division uh my my question is deandre swift what what happens mm-hmm. next season with him he said he wasn't going to be completely healthy but to me if he's out there playing and he looks healthy he should be getting more touches but he's not it should be like week one like when yeah. he was healthy and he was good to go and he was explosive and he was popping off like that's we want to see DeAndre Swift use like the Saints have always used Alvin Kamara. He's got that skill set. Well, not uh, nowadays. Alvin well, Kamara. we don't want that. Not with two less <laughs> fumbles and four points for fantasy. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want that. Yeah, very gross. Amon Ra is definitely a volume receiver, which we all love in PPR. Yeah, exactly. On the Buffalo Bills side, you know, not too much to take. It was pretty much Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. You know, the thing is, you knew if you rostered Gabe Davis. He wasn't going to be consistent. And I know during the summer, the steady drumbeat for Gabriel Davis was out of control in the Twitter streets. It was one of the craziest things you've ever seen. And we've seen him pop off and have some huge games, you know, three touchdowns, 150 yards. And then he's had some some dud games. He is that boomer bust play. Like to me, I wouldn't even rank him as a wide receiver two because of that. He's more like a wide receiver three with upside every week. Um, I wasn't all about going and trying to acquire Gabe Davis in the offseason. To me, it was just too much recency bias with the Chiefs playoff game with the four touchdowns and this, that, and the other thing. Now you've got the the Bills supposedly looking at Odell Beckham Jr. possibly. Um, if we he can sh- get off the plane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Isaiah McKenzie got 10 targets this week. It's going to be it one happens. of those things. It's going to be Knox last week. McKenzie this week. Is it Gabe Davis next week? We don't have to worry about Diggs. He's going to get his. Um, you know, I, I don't know, but yeah. the bills, it's going to be one of those things. It's, it's a Russian roulette situation with anyone, but Allen and Diggs, and even the backfield. Like we saw James cook get some momentum last week. And then this week was kind of like a fart noise, right? He didn't do too much. Singletary looks good, but um, yeah, bills are um, an interesting one to follow. And the thing with, uh, with Gabe Davis is he reminds me of a, a poor man, a very poor man's Tyreek Hill when he's with the chiefs. Tyreek would have like eight point games here and there. And then you'd have that huge 40 point game where it would just win you the week. He only had two 100 yard games last year, if I remember correctly. Yeah, like Tyreek with Miami is definitely better for fantasy. But yeah, 
I mean, Gabe Davis is kind of down that same path. And if you have him, you, you've got to start him. But as a wide receiver three, I love it because he's one of those guys that can definitely win you a week. Tyler, if you're if you're a win now team, are you going out and trying to acquire Jamal Williams on the cheap? No. Okay. I know a lot of people want to make that back. move because he's got 13 <laughs> rushing touchdowns. But yeah, this offensive line is awesome. Like they push people around, they bully people. But yeah, this is a one year type thing. If you're training a second for Jamal Williams, you are losing value instantly. It's like a it's like a brand new car. You pull it right out of that lot, you're Rimmer. gonna lose all the value. So yeah, yeah it's. It's tough. 100%. All right, let's move on to the Cowboys against the Giants. This game wasn't as close as the final box score says. Giants scored a late touchdown to Richie James here in this game. Um, I, I think the story in this one is, you know, everyone was on Pollard, right? He's been the hot hand. He's been like the RB1 over the last two weeks. And then Zeke comes back from his injury and looks really good. Goes 16 for 92 in a touchdown. And Pollard really didn't do much at all. They didn't use him in the passing game like they did weeks prior. He didn't do much on the ground. So that was really interesting to watch. But for me, it was all about CeeDee Lamb has now shown me consistency. Um, and I think that, you know, CeeDee Lamb is, was what, the wide receiver three in Dynasty startups uh, in the offseason. He slipped a little bit since the season started. But Lamb is really asserting himself, making spectacular catches, being a target hog in that offense. I don't think it changes even if they get Odell Beckham Jr. as a free agent. Um, you know, Michael Gallup had a strong game here, which was nice to see with some really nice catches. Um, but CeeDee Lamb, to me, is asserting himself as an alpha receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it, he's he's a top five receiver in Dynasty, and that's where he should be. Uh, yeah, he's going to have a couple weeks where he, get, he gets AA points, but he's one of those guys that's going to get targets. He's going to be the alpha there for a while. They're going to resign him. And then, you know, if they bring in Odell Beckham, I'm not worried about it. But once again... He's got to get off that plane. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting situation. Now, for the Giants, I mean, obviously, their wide receiver core is decimated. Darius Slayton's been a nice story. If you picked him up in a league, he's been startable because of the targets. But, and then Barkley. We know Barkley's going to Barkley. I don't really have too much to say. Yeah, he's um, fine. He's kind of fallen off a little bit. But a little bit. He'll be fine. Yeah. I, and let's, let's be honest. In games that the Giants are going to be down in, unless the passing game goes through Barkley, which it didn't here, um, he may struggle in some of those games. You know, he's not going to run the ball 25 times if they're if they're from behind. So um, that's obviously something to keep an eye on as we go forward. Now let's get to the game of the day. This was a wild one. It was Tyler's Vikings versus my Patriots. Personally, I think the Patriots got jobbed from the officials in this one uh, more than more than once, but I'm not going to cry about it. I want to talk about McCorkle Jones, who for two straight weeks now, has looked very, very good. He's been getting healthier off that high ankle sprain. You know, he doesn't have a ton of huge weapons on that team, but he went 28 to 39, 382 and two. He took some bad sacks. You know, the line is beat up. They're missing uh, David Andrews and Isaiah Wynn. Um, but I really liked what I saw out of Mac Jones. And the other thing for the Patriots, I don't care about anything else for the Patriots right now. It's all about Ramondre Stevenson. Damian Harris went down with a thigh injury. He was seen on crutches after the game. I assume he's going to miss some time because he's been dinged up in this last month or so. Ramondre, nine receptions. He is killing it. He's an RB1 going forward, without a doubt in my mind. I heard someone on a podcast, I'm not going to say who, was talking about Ramondre. And and the co-host said, oh, would you offer a second plus for Ramondre Stevenson? And they're like, yeah, of course. You're not going to get you're not going to yeah. get Ramondre Stevenson to anything less than a first. First of all, so that would be my advice if you're going to trade for Ramondre. They were like, "Oh, buy Ramondre now," and I'm like, "That window's closed. Like yeah. you can't get Ramondre for a second plus. You have to spend a first to get Ramondre." Yeah, no, I I actually in UDPL in a league we're both in, I sold Ramondre to uh, Garrett Price from Dynasty Nerds, and I and got a Harris, first. Right? Uh, yeah, I got a first. It was for both. But I didn't value Harris like a lot of people were. I thought, you know, he's a grinder. I'm not sure he's going to sign for big money. And Ramondre was the prize. I tried trading Ramondre straight up for first. Nobody wanted it. But this is before the breakout. So now I could have gotten way more value. But all yeah. I was looking for was a first. And I'm still happy with it because it is a running back. But Ramondre for the next two years should smash just like he is now. And Mac Jones... If you can trade a first-round pick, we talked about it last week. Mm -hmm. People were fading Mac Jones. If you can trade a first-round, uh, if you can trade a first-round pick for Mac Jones, I think I'd do that every day because this quarterback class for next year 
keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> I mean, CJ Stroud looked like dog crap. And, He's an Ohio State quarterback. No offense to Justin Fields. And and Bryce Young's tiny. Like that's these are the facts. It's it's Will Levis if you think he's going to be Josh Allen and like C.J. Stroud if you want him to be this robotic. He he better be in the right system type quarterback and yeah. Bryce Young better be Kyler Murray 2.0. Like there's a lot of hopes in this quarterback class, but if I can give up a first for Mac Jones, I would do that. Uh, so now I have a question for you. Same game, would you trade Dalvin Cook straight up for Ramondre Stevenson? Oh yeah. Okay. That's a that's a that's a that's, smash for you. That is easy. Delvin Delvin Cook's getting volume, which is fine. But Ramondre also has three years. He's three years younger. So you're mm-hmm. getting the extra three years. I think Bill's going to roll with Ramondre. Like he they, loves. I was just about to say that. Like Ramondre. So that, had, I know they, they talked about it on the telecast, but yeah. this is all you hear on the sports radio here is that Belichick loves Ramondre. Which is nuts because Ramondre was a troubled player in Oklahoma like that's all you heard about was he had trouble off the field he didn't he know suspended. about his pass catching yeah and, and now look at him like he's he's in he he pretty much put he's got all the Corey of his Dillon chips and James White role all in one he put all the chips into himself in this Bill Belichick way and he's buying in which is if you can do that in this system you're going to succeed and mm-hmm. he's doing it yeah. Uh, you know, from this game, we obviously know that Justin Jefferson is just amazing. He set the record for most receiving yards in his first three seasons with, you know, another like seven games to go. Um, nine for 139 and a touchdown. Dude's unstoppable. Yeah. He's the 101 in startups. I don't care. He, even even Superflex to me, like Superflex, he's he's, he's, he's right, right after the there. he's right after the big three quarterbacks. Like, but is, like, is the third one Herbert? Yeah. Eh, OK. Josh Allen. Mahomes, Mahomes, Herbert, then Jefferson. That yeah. that's the list. I'd probably take Jefferson over Herbert. But but Doug, haven't you heard Bijan Robinson is the one oh one of running backs already? Have a Bijan Frisay. Yes, <laughs> I've I've heard of that. Uh and, and then Hawkinson, another great target chair. He scored in this one. Um, you know, his on his pace, I mean he's getting a ton of targets in this offense. So obviously if you had TJ Hawkinson and he was kind of middling in Detroit other than that huge game that he had. Um, you're smiling because tight end sucks and Hawkinson's getting the volume in a good offense. So uh, definitely wheels up for Hawk going he's, forward. I, he he feels like he's going to resign here and he'll be a Viking for a while. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some of the Sunday games here. I want to start with the Browns and the Bucks. Browns mounts an epic comeback. Good for Jacoby Brissett, right? Like this is probably going to be his last start with Deshaun Watson coming back next week. And if you have Deshaun Watson on your rosters and Superflex, you're probably going to start him unless like you have a really good yep. quarterback situation, which I have I have him in and I have like 10 quarterbacks on that roster and I'm starting him. He's not uh, joking. You've literally got 10 quarterbacks on I that do. roster. It's true. Uh, it might be Deshaun good. Watson and Mike White next week. Uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, the Browns win 23 to 17. Leonard Fournette was ruled out of this one. So it was all Rashad White and he didn't disappoint from a fantasy perspective. You know, he didn't score. He got Nine you 15 catches. points which was great. Uh, You know, the big takeaway for this one in me, um, someone on Twitter asked earlier in one of the DM groups that we're in uh, a late mid to late second or Chris Godwin. And I'm like, uh, yeah, Chris God. And this was before the game. And I'm like, yeah, Chris Godwin, because I think Chris Godwin is one of the best receivers in the league. And he popped off today, 12 receptions, 110 yards. He scored for a second week in a row. Mike Evans had a quiet game, but it was all Godwin in this passing um, game. He had half the yardage of Tom Brady this week and Rashad white, Looked really, really good. And, of course, Njoku scored. You know that I love that, right? Game game tying, insane one-hand catch. Just Back like in the end Nij- zone. Just Perfect like Njoku placement. does. Yeah, he's so good. Tyler, what, do you, what did you think about Rashad White today? I, once again, I know not, you haven't liked him. I, I haven't. I have him in a couple leagues. He in runs a league two where, up right. He didn't it, look up that, right today. That, his lateral ability wasn't great, but he, once he's in open space, he's a great runner, which is what they're using him in. They're getting them screen passes. They're using them in the passing game, which is what gets you points. Nine catches for 45 yards. That in itself is 13 Huge. points. Yeah. 13 points just from that. And then he gets you 14 for 64 on the ground. Yeah, that that's awesome. We uh, I thought Keyshawn Vaughn would get a little more involved. He did not. But, yeah, he's the future there. Yeah, he's an older player. He'll be 24 already next oh, year. Oh, my God. He should just I know. retire. But you know what? For running backs, I'm starting to realize who cares because they're going to use them for three years and then you're done. 
They're like disposable. That, they're like yeah. dude wipes. You just use them and then just throw them. Pretty away. much. Hey, dude wipes. Call us. We we'll sponsor <laughs> you. Uh, but yeah, own. it's it's it was good to see. Like I said, I'm not a massive massive fan of him because he's uh, he's kind of a gets hit once, falls over. But he, he showed me a little bit. Like I said, he's I have, no he's no Ken Walker, is what you're saying. I yeah, I have him in one league where I just threw him up because I don't know if I'm gonna make the playoffs. I've won like three straight because of him because I've got a running back now, and uh yeah, I have him and Samaj P right in so. Ooh. Very yeah. nice. I thought Nick Chubb had a nice game here, just kind of grinding it out. Twenty-six carries for one sixteen in a re- in a really tough matchup. And then Amari Cooper continues. I mean, he had a egregious drop, but then made up for yeah. it with a long play at the end of the game. But Amari Cooper, it's going to be really fun. He's been really good with Jacoby Brissett. It's going to be fun to see him and Donovan Donovan Peoples Jones to see what they do with Deshaun Watson back next week. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, David Bell had some catches today, so I like that too because I like David Bell quite a bit. All right, let's move on to the Bengals and the Titans. This was a pretty boring game for most of it. Uh, you know, the Bengals end up winning 20-16. to 16. Traylon Burks scores his first touchdown, but it wasn't rushing. It wasn't receiving. It was a Derrick Henry fumble into the end zone that Burks, you know, showing maximum effort following the play yeah. and ends up falling on it, which is always a good sign for a rookie, especially as Mike Vrabel is the coach because we know yeah. Vrabel's a Belichick guy. He's going to love to see that effort. Um, so Burks falls in the touchdown. He had a nice little game here as the number one pass catcher for the Titans. And then for the Bengals, you know, Pirine, he starts for Joe Mixon, who is out um, because of the concussion protocol. Tyler Boyd got uh, dinged up in this game, but he did come back in as they checked him out for a concussion. But the passing game was really all T. Higgins today. It was seven receptions for 114 and a touchdown. He's that alpha profile. We talked a little bit about T earlier. I love him. He's awesome. He's and so then, good. yeah, I mean, it, the, we all know that the Titans is if you can shut down Derrick Henry. Chances are you're going to beat the Titans, right? Yeah. So they, they're pretty much saying, hey, we can't run Derrick Henry. He, he went 17 for 38. So let's throw him the ball. And then, like yeah. you said, he fumbled. The like I, I was just about to bring that up. Uh, you know, if all three of us were in, he was going to be one of my players I was going to highlight because he was blocking all the way down the field. That's why he was down there. He was, yeah. he was still blocking, and he ran to get the touchdown. I started Burks in a league. I have him, you know, off a of taxi in a couple other leagues. The time the buy was weeks ago. The yeah, time the when buy he was, was hurt. Like, time the buy was off season. I mean, we've been trying to tell you all off season, hey, fade, fade the noise, just like Jamar Chase. But here he is, building a chemistry with Ryan Tannehill, and each week getting better and better. I he's going to keep building off this, and I would not be shocked if by the end of the season he is a top twenty dynasty asset at receiver. And the, the future is really bright for him. He's shown a lot. Hey, he may not be able to full, run a full route tree, but if you can go up and get the ball like he did today, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. And my boy Chigaquanko out-targeted yeah. Austin Hooper. It's coming, he, man. I'm telling he you. Had, he had a couple drops, but there was one play where if he didn't drop it, he was gone. Yeah, he's a, he's athletic AF, guys. Like, always chase the, chase the athleticism at tight end. Austin Hooper's probably not going to be there. Chica Quanco is the guy that you want. Get him as a throw-in in your deals right now and thank me later, especially in tight Austin days. Hooper is still running off the field after the game. He's still they're like they're still trying to help him <laughs> do off. You, the do field. you remember that? that? I know you remember. Yes, I obviously. That long week, dad run week, play. It was week one when everybody is all hyped about Austin Hooper breakout. This against the Bears, right? I think he still is running that play as well. Like that was. Like people are like, oh, it's Jason Witten. I'm like, I was gonna I say Jason... that's like the ultimate tribute. Like if they retire, they put him in the Ring of Honor. They're gonna tri- tribute Jason Witten and just show him that Austin Hooper play, and he'll like start to cry. J- like Jason Witten is faster than like if they put him side by side, people are like, damn, Jason Witten must be one of those athletic freaks like David Njoku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the Dolphins Texans. This game was interesting because the Dolphins were absolutely destroying the Texans here, thirty to nothing. The Texans kind of crawl back a little bit, and they score 15 points. Kyle Allen got the start. There wasn't, you know, the biggest thing for the Texans side of the ball that kind of shocked everyone, the last two weeks of Damian Pierce, 15 carries, 17 yards, I think. Ouch. Um, yep. You're obviously riding the high of Pierce looking like an RB1. He was popping off. He was breaking out. It's been a couple of rough weeks for Pierce. On the injury news, you know, Jeff Wilson left the game with a really weird, like, maybe like a double leg strain or something. Like, Tyreek Hill put 
pull them off the field as he was he sitting like down. A dog. He looked like I've a dog on the carpet. He was like wiping his. <laughs> I've never seen it. So Jeff Wilson leaves the game. He's gone. Tyreek Hill left the game because of cramps. I assume that he'll be fine. He led the team in receiving 85 yards. Mike Kosicki with a donut today. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you. Um, Tua still looks good. Almost 300 yards at the half. Almost Only got assume- bent in half. He, oh, yeah, he, he almost did get bent in half. When I, I, was when like, I saw oh, that, I was like, yeah, that's that. He, those two hits that he took, and I'm like, he's done. He, like, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and then they put him out there in the third quarter, and I'm like, you need no. It needs then, to be Skyler yeah, Thompson they, time, then and they then they, they don't do anything out, yeah. the rest of the game. But I don't really have too much about this one, Tyler. It was pretty pretty standard stuff. Yeah, J- Jalen Waddle, top five dynasty wide receiver. Ooh, I don't have him that high. I would. I think I'd put him right around five or six. Really so so let, let, let's do that. Like, okay, we got Jefferson, Chase, Lamb. Uh, Lamb. Who who else we got? Um, you think people still value Cup like that? No, I won't. I won't say Anybody, Cup, right? especially with the injury. I, I'm telling you, I think maybe Tyreek and Waddle side by side, back to back, like okay. five and six. Yeah, you know, you might there. be right. Yeah, I think I think Waddle's top five. T Higgins is creeping up there, and mm-hmm. it, honestly, these. Like Garrett Wilson, we'll talk about him. He could be creeping up in the top Ooh. ten. Uh, any other rookies from this class? Uh, I mean, we haven't really hit that yet, but yeah, I mean, I think Waddle would be there. I agree with you. All right, let's keep it moving to the next game. This one is a fun one. The Jets. We talked about Zach Wilson eating that humble pie. He watched the game on the sideline and watched his New York Jets score thirty-one points I against love the Chicago Bears. This so much. <laughs> Just, Justin Fields was ruled out with that shoulder injury, so Trevor Simeon got the start, and then he didn't get the start, and then it was Nate Peterman, and then it was Trevor Simeon again. I didn't think Trevor Simeon looked bad in this game. The big news for the Bears outside of the Fields injury was it looks like Darnell Mooney is going to be lost for the season with an ankle injury, which sucks. Yeah. Um. So it should be just Chase Claypool and whatever Dante Pettis. Equinemia St. Brown and Cole Komet you want to throw in there going forward. David Montgomery had a nice day, 14 for 79, and he had 30 through the air, um, which was nice. But it was all about the Jets. Mike White came in, 22 of 28, efficient, 315 yards and three touchdowns. And Garrett Wilson was the biggest benefactor at 5 for 95 and 2. And we saw the rise of Elijah Moore come back. and He, he looked scored, happy. He scored a <laughs> touchdown, which was great. But that second Garrett Wilson touchdown, when he dead-legged that defender. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, Michael Carter got hurt with an ankle injury. We a don't bad know the severity one. yet. I, I, I've, I've heard it's bad. Uh, I would say this. Go pick up Zonovan Knight in your Bam. dynasty leagues. He's Bam probably Knight. not rostered. I know the Jets really talked about this kid, that they loved him in the offseason and the preseason. I actually took that information and put him on a couple taxis. Um, so if you're not in leagues with me. Go pick up Zonovan Knight. He played a pretty big role in this one. And then it's really just him and Ty Johnson if Michael Carter's hurt. James Robinson was a healthy scratch, which was a little weird. Um, so keep an eye on that as well. But I know you want to talk about Gary Wilson. So go <laughs> ahead and do that. Actually, I want to talk about Zach Wilson and just how much of a gut punch this is to that kid. Like, I get he's a young kid, but he's done nothing to help himself. And he everything... Like all of his hype and stuff has been based off of like off the field. Oh, he he did stuff with somebody's mom, like his mom's friend. Now everybody loves him. Like that that was weird to me. He didn't throw a nice ball in college. He's not throwing a nice ball in in the in the pros. He's very inaccurate, and it showed. You know who was accurate? Mike White, twenty two for twenty eight, three hundred fifteen yards and three touchdowns to Garrett Wilson. Yeah, that dead leg was nasty. I think yeah. they're still digging up that defender out of the ground in in Jet Stadium. And like, that wasn't even Eddie Jackson got hurt on that play, but he wasn't even the one that got dead legged. Yeah. And Garrett, that's the thing. Like Garrett Wilson, they're talking about how Olave is smooth. Garrett Wilson is not smooth, but he's kind of a uh, almost like a frantic route runner, but it works in his favor. So that's why like he's a such herky a herky jerky. Yeah, that's why he's such a good route runner. And and he reminded me so much of Justin Jefferson the way he runs routes because he's lanky He's long, and just the way he moves his body and kind of gets the defender to bite on one, you know, one route, and then goes the other way. That's what Garrett Wilson does. And I saw tons of Justin Jefferson and Garrett Wilson today, and I think the future is just going to keep getting brighter for this kid. Yeah, the Jets don't have uh, a early pick to take a quarterback, but hey, maybe they trade for one. Uh, J- Jimmy G, who we'll, we'll get to, didn't look great. Rogers. Aaron, don't want him. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'd want him with these pieces around him for sure. That, that's so true. And uh, yeah, so for me, I love this offense. Cha- like, kind of like, hey, you know what? This ain't working. Let's go. L- let's try something else. Mike White. Who knows how long this is going to last? How long this light's going to? It's just weird burn. that the the offense really hums with Mike White and Joe Flacco, but not. But, yeah. Uh, not it's almost like he hangs onto the ball too long, so moves around outside the pocket, and weird. then when when he throws it outside the pocket, it's inaccurate, and he leaves his receivers dead in the water. He pretty much throws them into the safety. Hospital balls. Here yeah. you go. But yeah, Garrett uh, Wilson. Garrett Wilson for me is a top ten dynasty wide receiver. Yes. Shout out to Trevor Simeon for looking decent in a start. Today. Yeah. I'll give him that. Looks better than Russell Wilson. Oh, my God. We'll get there. All right. Let's talk about your Falcons and the Commanders. Commanders win this one 19 to 13. Real barn burner here. Uh, rainy day there in Maryland. Yeah. They don't even play in Washington. Um, you know, Mariota did some nice things on the ground. Brian Robinson got his first 100 uh, yard rushing day and also. Uh, told us that his friends make big hats apparently go look on that on twitter it was ridiculous you know the thing with the falcons you know patterson i thought played well but they just need some pass catchers man like drake london frustrating still they need kyle pitts yeah zacchaeus <laughs> leads the way with five for 91 washington really none of their pass catchers did anything mclaurin was quiet dotson samuel um Diami brown had a long uh, reception and logan tom Really, this this game was not good for pass catchers at all. Yeah. Tyler, what do you got from this one? Because this one was kind of a bleh. Yeah, it was tough. Mariota missed a lot of throws. Yeah. It was very rainy, but there was throws where I'm like, come on. Like, the Drake London throw, London could add 20 more yards on that run after the catch if he would have thrown it up. London literally had to go down and get it. Mariota, I don't think he's the future. I would love for them to take a pass catcher in this draft. Like Jordan Addison would look perfect on this team. The guy from USC. Yep. Uh, Falcons should be picking in the teens. So that'd be a perfect pick. I don't know if they should go quarterback. Marietta would not be bad to go another year and then throw in Ritter next year. You know, maybe week four, Marietta, you're kind of realizing might not be the future. And then Ritter comes in, you know, sit the quarterback, a guy who's won a guy who can make, you know, clutch throws when he needs to. That's the road I would love for them to take. I hope they don't draft a quarterback in this class. Maybe next year, if you're falling apart, you know, 2024. But yeah, I like the Falcons, the way they're building things. That defense is fast. It's quick. The linebackers are all over the place. And uh, AJ Terrell's finally healthy. He had a very nice interception as well. But going, going to the commander side, Brian Robinson, 100-yard running. Yeah, You're going against one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. I'm not... If you can sell, sell. Right now. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I'm out. And I was really hoping that when uh, Dotson came back, he would actually become more involved. Yeah, one target. He needs, Carson, he needs Carson Wentz, apparently. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's Maybe. gross. That's gross to say. Heineke did not look great today at all. I mean, if Mariota's out playing you, that's that's gross. Sam Howell. Bring in Sam yes, Howell. Yes, we could use Sam Howell. But yeah, I think right now, Jahan Dotson could be one of the biggest buys in Dynasty because I do think he's very talented. Yeah, I agree with that. I like Dotson quite a bit. All right, let's get into the next game. Broncos country. Do we have to? Let's not ride because oh, you're trash. Uh, the Panthers win 23-10 to 10 easily with the first start under Sam Darnold this year. You know, Darnold didn't have to do a lot. 11-19, 164, and a touchdown. Had a couple of beautiful throws to DJ Moore. Yes. DJ Moore scored his fourth touchdown of the season, so he's done for the year. He only scores four touchdowns. He is done for the year. Don't expect another touchdown from DJ Moore. He is consistent. He'll have 1,100 yards and only four touchdowns. He's done. Um, You know, for the Panthers, it was a split between uh, Chubba Hubbard and Deonta Foreman. Foreman got a little bit more work and went over 100 yards again. He's just a grinder that I like a lot. I've got him on some dynasty teams because he was free. Um, But the Broncos, man, there was nothing. I mean, Latavius had a long run, which padded his stats, which is great because he was the only real running back that they used. Dolchich had a touchdown that got called back. The Broncos are throwing to guys I haven't even heard of. And I know most of the players in the league, and I'm like, who? And Russ, man, I... It's got to be the... This could go down as the worst trade in NFL history. So, for me... I actually saw Hope in Russ today. He really? threw he threw like a sixty yard bomb. It was a nice, nice. Well, it throw. took like three hours to come down. It's but like he's, the he's throw he's he's not throwing the DK Metcalf who's six four two hundred thirty. He's throwing to a guy that that pass was to somebody who's five ten, literally one hundred seventy five pounds. 
and he's expecting them to go up and get it. No, maybe if it was Sutton that he would have caught that, but they're they're Tim missing, Patrick would have caught it. Tim Patrick, they're missing him. They're missing Judy Hamler. They are missing Hamler. They're missing all their weapons. They they're missing their first round pick. Javante, looks, obviously. They're, they're missing their first round pick, which looks to be a top hey, five pick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think this is a year in waiting. If you can go out and buy Russ, I think I would. Because I did see some promising things. Would you today. pay a second? You think you can oh, get him for a second? Hundred percent. He's a starting quarterback that is locked in as a starter. He is yeah, they going, can't move on from him. He's going nowhere for like three years. They are yeah. stuck with him. So honestly, I think my my personal opinion is Hackett is a, a big issue. This offense isn't working, and you're trying to stick a square peg into a round hole. You've got so many play the most players on IR. So it's not completely your fault. I think Javante coming back next week will help. I actually bought Javante. I gave I gave Ramondre for Javante plus some picks a lot of A's. and and another player. I still believe in Javante despite the injury. It's going to take some time for him to come back, but for me like guys like that like Dobbins right now, huge buy. Javante, huge buy. Brees Hall. The Brees Hall, massive buy, but Brees Hall is going to be harder to get cuz the I know. the age and the injury is not quite as in-depth as these other guys. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Denver, I think brighter days will be ahead, but it's not going to be till 2023. Yeah. Let's get on to the next game. This was a fun one. Maybe I, I'd put this in contention for game of the day. There were some really good ones. Uh, the Jaguars come back late in the fourth and beat the Ravens 28-27. to 27. Now, I was watching this with some friends of mine, and they were kind of doo-dooing on Trevor Lawrence as he took some sacks and made some good. bad plays. 29 and 37, 321 and 3. That last drive was NFL stud quarterback yep. material. He was dropping dimes left and right. He hit Marvin Jones on that beautiful touchdown yeah. um, in the side of the end zone. He looked like what we've all thought Trevor Lawrence could be on that drive. If he if he's consistent like that, I want it. I'm all about it. And, you know, Travis Etienne got hurt early in this one. He said that he's going to be good to go next week. It looked like an ankle injury. Jermichael Hasty stepped in. Darrell Henderson was released by the Rams this week. The Jags picked him up. He was inactive, probably learning the playbook and whatnot. Um, I, I liked how Jermichael Hasty looked in the passing game, and he was running kind of hard and nasty. Um, I liked Hasty when he was with the Niners, too. So that's a situation, you know, if Hasty's a guy that's available in your dynasty leagues, go and grab him because he's looking like the backup right now to Travis Etienne. Um, Could have been a huge day for Etienne. It wasn't, and that's okay, but it was a huge game for Zay Jones. It's been Christian Kirk lately, but Zay Jones, 11 receptions for a buck 45 leading the way. Kirk was a little quiet until the, the fourth quarter. He started to put some things together. But this Ravens offense. Gross. Hard to watch. Very. Gus Edwards returned and had a touchdown, which was nice. Lamar was, eh. They just, they don't have, a outside of game. Andrews, they don't have pass catchers they can rely on. Yeah, they, they need. They need J.K. Dobbins back. That's the first thing I noticed. They need a running back that teams are actually scared of. Gus has lost a step. Like I, I'm sorry to say, they, it, he's, and they he's, phased out Kenyon Drake. He did nothing. Yeah, Gus does not look like he used to. He does, he's not running as hard as he used to. He's falling easier. And I mean, if you're throwing to all tight ends, that's not going to do it. Hey, I get it. Worked with Michael Vick and LG Josh Kupler. Oliver revenge game. Yes, and, and I and I get. Uh, it worked with uh, Mike Vick, LG Crumpler, and it worked with Andrews for a while. But you need more. You you need more. Uh, Brian Finneran ain't going to come back out of retirement and become oh, your wide receiver one. <laughs> oh, I knew you'd like that callback. Oh, so no. Greg, Greg Roman needs to get his, his shit together because Lamar isn't going to want to play for this team. He needs a receiver. He needs weapons. And he's struggling. Like He needs a running back that people are actually going to bite off the – you know, the play action read that they, they need somebody and Dobbins, I think will come back and help. Yeah. Even justice Hill. I mean, he's injured. He would have been a nice change of pace yes. to have some juice in the game, but. And, yeah. and at the, at the end, I'm, I'm, it's a running back. So of course I'm, I'm never want, like if you could have sold high, I would have. And Trevor Lawrence, he is still a round top six, seven quarterback for me in dynasty. I, I love Trevor Lawrence. And Zay Jones, is he Robert Woods 2.0? I mean, maybe he leaves Buffalo. He's a second round pick. Like, yeah, he looks like he he plays exactly like him. Just finds the open gap in the zone. He's and, a smart player. He's a really smart player and, and open. Yeah. 
And yeah, Kirk had a rough game. And yeah, like Trevor Lawrence is pretty much all you care about. They're oh, their projector right now to draft a receiver, which he needs. He needs a big body. Why, receiver. why do they need to draft one? They have Calvin Ridley. They oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. But they don't they, need to draft a receiver. They need a big body guy, like the replacement for Marvin Jones. Maybe later in the draft, a guy like six three, fast, can go up and get the ball. They need somebody like that, which Trevor uh, Lawrence had a. You know, ton you say of. those things, and all I think of is that the the Falcons released Brian Edwards this week. And I'm Gross. Sad. And I'm sad. No, for for me, like <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, they went back and looked at his college production. Like they, he had Justin Ross, Justin Ross, he had T Higgins, he had yeah. some tall receivers that could go up and get the ball at the high point, and and he doesn't have that right now. He has a lot of small guys that he needs to get the ball at quickly, but it's working. I mean, he, yeah. me personally, I'd rather have like after seeing this game, I think I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence over Lamar Jackson long term because Lamar Jackson, the way he's playing. There's a couple times he got hit, and I'm like, ugh. He, he just uh, he just tweeted at uh, somebody that tweeted at him, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're going to say that to somebody? Not a good look. Go look up his tweet if he hasn't deleted it. <laughs> Yikes. I don't, know if I, want, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, NFL players shouldn't tell people to go eat things and whatnot. So, yeah, it was not not very well uh, composed. It's a, cla- a classic 20-year-old comeback. A frustrated, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was, a, that was a fun game. And do yourself a favor. A treat. Go watch that last drive from Trevor Lawrence. It's special. That's all I'm going to say, it was. And, and that's the thing. Like people talk about, like Tom Brady. Yeah, you can struggle throughout the game, but when you need it most, the elite, the elite quarterbacks can take over a game, and he did that today against a. It was defense, beautiful against a defense that, yeah, it may not be as good as it was in the years past, but it's still very good, and he did that. Yeah, it was a beautiful drive. I highly recommend. All right, let's move on to some beautiful of the Peter. four. <laughs> beautiful Peter, I'm a pediatrician. You're sitting. At the desk. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to some of the four o'clock games. This one is an exciting one. The Chargers actually won a close game. Can you believe it? Twenty-five to twenty-four. They went for two. Uh, yeah, they went for two and won the game. And the Jaguars did as well because they got the two-point conversion to Zay Jones. This is, I think, this is the first time ever we've had two games where there's been a two-point conversion to win the game. Um, in the same day. So that's pretty special. But Chargers win 25-24 to over the Cardinals. The Cardinals were at home, so of course they lost. They're 1-6 there this year, and I think they only won like three games last year. Bye, Cliff. Bye-bye. Um, Herbert has a nice game. Threw the ball 47 times. Eckler continues to lead the way with 11 receptions. You know, Palmer was starting for a lot of you, and he had a you know he kind looks, of a quiet day. He looks like he's, he's stepping up. He's, he is. He's, he's definitely playing more with the mindset of like, hey, I'm a good player and I can play like that. Like that's what it seems like to yeah. me. Yeah. Keenan Allen had a would be touchdown, which is an awesome catch, but he didn't get the other foot in. Um, you know, Keenan Allen's great. You know, he's going to be a volume guy. He's not going to have explosive plays on the other side of the ball. We saw James Connor. He's been a smash play lately. 25 carries. He did some work in the passing game. He had over hundred and I think he had 150 total yards in this game, had a touchdown as well from Kyler Murray. Kyler looked good on his first game back in two weeks from his hamstring injury. And then DeAndre Hopkins, four for 87 and a touchdown. He got the touchdown early and didn't do a lot after that. And then Hollywood Brown came back this week. There was no Rondale Moore, no Greg Dorch, no Zach Ertz. Um, so it's pretty much Hopkins in, in Hollywood in this passing game. For me, it's James. If James Conner is someone that you can trade for, he could help you win your league um, because you're not going to have to spend up for him because people aren't really on James Conner in Dynasty. But his usage over the last three weeks, he's he's on the field ninety plus percent of the time for the Cardinals, and he's producing. Yeah, I I just don't like the Cardinals. The their co- like of of course I don't like Cliff. He just seems like he's an incompetent coach. He if I don't disagree. <laughs> could you imagine Kyler Murray with an act like a good coach? Say he had a guy like uh, Kyle Shanahan who would be like, okay, we're gonna bring you out. And do these things. Use Debo. Wow, like Kyler would be an insane fantasy quarterback, but he doesn't have that. He's got Cliff, who's like, well, if we just get you a three-step drop and you just pass it to Hopkins or or hand it off twenty-five times to Connor, like you've got this amazing athlete at quarterback, and you are misusing him completely. It's hard to watch. How about trading for Robbie Anderson and not using him at all? Yeah, they they almost what. He had an incident on the sideline, in his own sideline, again, I think it was two weeks ago, where it was like, okay, Robbie could be gone, but nope. You can't get rid of him after you give up picks. It was like a six-round pick. Or yeah, a it, wasn't, it pick. wasn't a lot, yeah. but still, when you trade for a player and then you don't really use him, like, wh- why? I don't know. It just seems like mismanagement on 
Yeah, and on I'm, all I'm nervous. I'm nervous about Rondell Moore's usage when he comes back because now they've got the full squad without Ertz, but they've got this this target pie. Like he only threw what was it, twenty nine times? Uh, twenty nine, eighteen to twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's not enough. They pass. ran the ball thirty four times. Yeah, that's not enough passing attempts for a big enough pie for all these guys to eat. You like DeAndre Carter and his ten targets? Uh, he's no. looked good when he gets the ball, though. Yeah, he's he's a twenty nine year old, so I'm not I'm not going to go out and try to acquire him. Nah, I, no, no, they no. they are a team that I think are going to be in on a receiver for sure, hundred percent. Like a guy like I, I I would like to see him get a speed guy. But I could see them going with a guy. Yeah, I mean, like, they had Guyton, who was kind of their speed guy, and he's done for the year. Yeah, like Ohio State has a guy that uh, Jackson Njigba that everybody was hyped about that yeah. just destroyed in the championship game last year. He's more of a Juju Smith-Schuster type player. So I I just feel like they're going to go out and get some somebody like that later in mm-hmm. the first. And then they're back to what they usually do, just short passing. And then Mike Williams is the guy who plays eight games, gets hurt because he jumps up for a ball and just sacrifices <laughs> himself. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Chargers only ran the ball 13 times, but Eckler had 15 targets and caught 11 of them for 60 and a touchdown. Eckler gonna Eckler. Eckler gonna Eckler. Yeah, I'll tell you. He was throwing in a dynasty trade once, and I sent him to you, I think. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> who would have thought, though? Like, who knows? I, right. I picked it's, him up as a free agent in the UDPL, like, and I was like, a, oh, you want Eckler? Back. Sure. Yeah, it's exactly. a It's a running back. Hey, I would like to give a shout-out to Cecil Lammy and Sigma Bloom on that one, because Cecil Lammy was nonstop talking about Eckler and how he wished the Broncos would have actually kept him in state because he's from Colorado. Mm-hmm. Ah, what are you going to do, right? All right, let's move on to the next game. This was a super fun one. It was the Raiders and Seahawks. This game went to overtime. And for only, I think, the ninth time in NFL history did a player go over 300 yards from scrimmage. And if I were to say, who is this player? You know, Josh Jacobs might be the guy that you might mention, like third or fourth. 33 carries, which is amazing, 229 yards, including an 86-yard walk-off touchdown in overtime. And I got to tell you, watching Josh Jacobs run the football today was a delight. He was running. I I said it during the game as I was watching it. I was like, he's running his balls off today. Like, he was breaking tackles. He was looking like that 101 dynasty pick where he was in his draft class. It was him or David Montgomery, right, for most people. And Jacobs... Free agent year, he wants to get paid six receptions for 74 he's, yards. He's getting paid. <laughs> yeah, Jacobs is making – the Raiders were might have been the stupid not to pick so, up his fifth-year option. They they were smart and dumb. They were dumb not <laughs> picking up – they were smart not picking his fifth-year option. But guess what? He actually goes back and says him playing in the Hall of Fame game put his, put his whole entire career into perspective. Like his mindset changed after that. Yep. It changed everything he did. And, I mean, we all laughed at it. We're like, why are you guys playing him on the Hall of Fame game? But look, here we are now. And he's... 39 touches. Nuts. 39! That is old school, like, Sean Alexander. I remember he used LT. to get a... Yeah, like, they just touched the ball. So, just crazy. Devontae Adams has a quiet game on 11 targets, 7 for 74. Derek Carr did get hurt in this one, but then it ended up coming back. Uh, my boy Foster Moreau got a touchdown. Shout out to him. Uh, for Seattle, though, DK led the way with 15 targets, only 90 yards on 11 catches, which is a little disappointing. Lockett had a long one for a touchdown, which was nice. And then Ken Walker. Now, two weeks in a row, we've seen Ken Walker struggle a little bit from a yards per carry perspective. And I don't put a ton of you know weight into yards per carry. But in the last two weeks, he's averaged about two yards a carry. Luckily, got two touchdowns in this one, and one of them was a Marshawn Lynchian man yeah. run where he helped get pushed in, but he's just kept his legs moving and grinding. That's why we love Ken Walker. Uh, I'm not worried about Kenneth Walker. This was a smash spot for him. I thought he would get like 100 yards plus rushing in this game. Just didn't happen, and that's okay. But he scored you two touchdowns to save your fantasy day, which is great. I'm not worried about Walker at all. But the story of this one, far and away, is Josh freaking yep. Jacobs. It's, it's his week. So we'll give him his week. It's in the title, the week of Josh Jacobs. Here you are. I mean, he, there's a lot of people telling you to fade Josh Jacobs. He's in McDaniels. I love, I, for the whole entire season, I was saying like, hey, I love Josh Jacobs. I think he's a hell of a runner. I just wish he got the touches. And here's what happens when you give a very talented player all these touches. Like Gruden nailed, like Gruden Mayock hit this pick. Good job. You got one right. You did it. <laughs> yeah, other <laughs> and, than that. Ugh. 
And uh, yeah, he's Max he's, Crosby. They got Max. He's Crosby definitely right. going to get paid, and I think he is staying a Raider. Yeah, yeah. I would, I, he just just the way that he's been running the football, he's looked awesome the last five six top, weeks. He's a top like if and of course if you have him and you can sell him for top five price, he's out. <laughs> He's a running running back, back. yes, (laughs) as we know. All right, let's move on to the Chiefs and Rams. I thought this one would be like an epic blowout by the Chiefs, but it was pretty close for a while. The big injury news from this one, obviously Matt Stafford not playing with the the head issues. He might not come back and play this year at all. The Rams are 3-8. and Allen Robinson just announced after the game, McVay said that he's going uh, to have surgery, and he's out for the year. Cooper Cup, he ain't coming back. They're not going to activate him. He's gone for the year. Tyler Higby does nothing he has no receptions in this game he's hurt personally for the year <laughs> yeah uh, van jefferson gets a, a meaningless touchdown from you know from the new quarterback hopkins cam Akers. kind of here's the thing you're not going to start any rams unless you absolutely have to because you've got injuries or buys um just avoid all the rams the offensive line's bad they're not playing for this year just avoid 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 they don't even have their first round pick the no, Lions for the next pick. for the next like seventeen years. So it feels like. think of this: the Lions' <sighs> pick is better than the Rams, and they have both. They could have two top five picks. Yeah, the Lions. It's insane. Be interesting to see what they do with that. And then yeah. the Chiefs, Pacheco, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He's done. He's on IR. I think they cut him in the offseason. Why are you going to keep him around? You got a rookie making seventh round money. That looks more explosive. He had 22 carries for a very nice 69 yards today and a touchdown. Clyde looked good in Atlanta. I mean, if yeah. Caleb if Caleb if Caleb Huntley can look like that, I he had Clyde... a carry today, Huntley, where he was shot out of a cannon. Yeah, and I think I think he could Clyde could do well in Atlanta, just the yeah. way their system is. I think Clyde's done. We saw Rojo get some fantasy points today. Welcome back, my friend. Um, yeah, Rojo, I love you. Uh, Mahomes has a, you know, a very Mahomes game. You're a big Jojo fan. Yes. 300 <laughs> yards, only a single touchdown, which was to Kelsey. Kelsey, a little quiet four for 57 and a touchdown. Juju didn't do much. MBS had a couple of nice catches. Sky Moore. I, I don't know. They're, they're spreading the ball around too much for Kansas city, um, outside of Kelsey. So there was no real difference makers for the chiefs today, but Pacheco with that workload. And, uh, he looks explosive at times. He always just looks a little small to me. Um, but we know that can work in the NFL, so I'm not too worried about his size. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the guy going forward and into next year because on a team like the Chiefs, which is top-heavy with quarterback money, they need cheap starters at positions. And guess what? Running back is one that you can definitely ride out for cheap. So, Tyler, anything on this game? Uh, Sky Moore, your time is running out to buy him. I okay. wasn't a massive fan, but he's getting more and more involved, even with Juju back. Yeah, I, I think Sky Moore is a big buy. He did fumble today, and it's because they're trying to get him on. Not the first uh, time it's happened. I think this it, is the second or third one. He shouldn't be doing the kick and punt return. He's fumbled a ton this year on that. Just keep my receiver. That That's mm-hmm. all you got to do. Get his confidence up because he's playing very well at receiver. And uh, the more the season goes, I think he gets better. Yeah, on the Rams side, they want Kyron Williams to do more so much. They want him to be the guy so much, but he's just not the body type to do so. Uh, yeah, the Rams, like you said, just put them in a body bag. They're done. The worst. And, and Kelsey team was co- Yeah, Kelsey. Kelsey was covered by um, Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey, who yeah. was trying to revive his own career this season oh. because he's been toasted so much. Rams but, are going to have to trade some of those pieces to get picks back. It'll be interesting well, to see how they approach the it. The issue is, is Aaron Don Aaron Donald might retire. Like he could be done, and they don't have that piece to trade. Like that could be an issue, but his salary will come off the books, I think. Yeah, we'll so see. that would be a plus for them because they need salary help as well. Yes, let's get to the next game. This isn't a super exciting one either. The Niners won thirteen to nothing over the Saints. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara lost two fumbles. He ended up with four fantasy points for you. Thanks, Alvin. Really appreciate it. Coming up like a chipmunk, if you know what I'm saying. Um, the Saints' offense, Alave had a deep catch. It, nothing going on for the Saints. Dalton, they still won't pull him for Jameis. I don't know why. It's annoying. He looks so bad. He holds his offense back. <sighs> yeah, Elijah Mitchell, it looks like he got hurt. MCL injury again. He had seven carries for 35. He did have a touchdown get called back. Um, my boy, Juwan Jennings, with a touchdown. Love that dude. Um, Brandon Ayuk. Debo got hurt. Debo did get hurt. McCaffrey was banged up. So the Niners did suffer some injuries in this one. Ayuk continues to be consistent. He didn't score, but he had five for 65. He's been over 60 yards now for the last like five or six weeks um, and making plays for them. So 
yeah, interesting. This was just a, a snooze fest. This offense needs Trey Lance. Kittle? No. I, I was thinking about that. I'm like, this offense needs a guy like Trey Lance. A guy who can, if nothing's working, can make something out of nothing. Jimmy G sits back there. and He's a he, statue. He does nothing. Like He's smart. He's a player that's smart with the ball. And if you have a good defense, can win you games. But if that defense was not great, Jimmy G is going to lose a lot of games because he doesn't help that team. Trey Lance can actually like push this team forward to a next level. And I'm I'm really liking him as a buy. There's just something about Trey Lance that I think is just going to really push this offense forward. They said he's progressing through the ankle injury. They said that this week and that he should be good to go for next season. And all all fingers are pointing towards Jimmy G going somewhere else, New York Jets, where he knows the system and mm-hmm. and he knows the you know Robert Sala and and what's his name uh, Lafleur, the offensive coordinator. Lafleur. Peter Lafleur. Peter Lafleur, yeah, his brother. Uh, yeah, for me, I, I really like Trey Lance and the thought of him in in, in this offense with all these playmakers, especially CMC, is going to help so much. And yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for his future. And despite people poo pooing on him and be like, "Oh, he's done. He's ankle." No, like he. Yeah, go- he, he, he's my most heavily rostered QB in Dynasty. So I'm. He's a guy that if you have a first round pick, a later first, and you're set, your whole entire roster's set. He's somebody that I would be like, "All right, let let chip this first out for, for a quarterback, and let's let's go for that upside." Yeah, I like that. You know, he's a he's a top three pick. I don't think they're gonna just poo poo it. Even if Jimmy Garoppolo gets them deep in the playoffs and heck, even wins them a Super Bowl. And if they win the Super Bowl, maybe what they'll do is they'll go on trophysmack.com and just buy belts or you know anything that they want because they've got football championships on there, baseball, basketball, hockey, you name it, they've got it, and they can customize it on trophysmack.com. A little bit of everything. They have stuff for the losers in the league too. You know, you got that nice little you know toilet seat trophy. All the things you want to get for your league, no matter what sport that you play, you can go on trophysmack.com. Use code DHHRING and get a free $60 value championship ring as well. Heavy-duty quality. It's not cheap. Tyler has one to commemorate our beautiful victory last year in our Trade Addicts League. And hopefully we win it again this year, although we're a little bit of struggle bus right now. But we'll be all right. We'll be all right. I'm not too worried. Kamara, I hate you. Um, (laughs) Anywho. So, yes, check out trophysmack. Use code DHHRING. Tyler, you got anything else uh, to throw out there before we wrap this thing up? No, not really. Uh, Packers and Eagles game is pretty good. I'll probably go, probably go see what the end of that has in store. But other than that, uh, everybody stay healthy. And, uh, yeah, I'm starting to look into that 23 class a little more each and every day. There you go. Oh, did you make any trades this week? I did not. I don't think I did. I made a trade. I mean, we, we traded a 24 second for Gasecki. We didn't start him. But it didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter. Yeah. I'm hoping, so, again, that play for that is like hoping he goes somewhere as a free agent. Yes. Can be more of a featured piece in the offense because uh, he's just not a fit for the Dolphins. Correct. Durham Smythe sniping the touchdowns today. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Jerk face. I traded for T. Higgins this week in my home dynasty league. Uh, you know, I've got the best record. I've got the most points. So I'm like, well, my late first, it'll be, you know, a 110 to 12 probably. So I went to the T. Higgins owner. He said, everything's for sale. I said, okay, let's see what I, let's kick some tires on Ooh, my an estate Higgins. sale. Nice. So I offered up my 2023 first Curtis Samuel and a defensive player. Cause this is an IDP league, a solid defensive player. If I remember correctly, was it? I can't remember. Uh, so I threw it out there and he accepted it. I was very, very happy. So now my wide receiver core for the next at least couple of years, this is the contract year league. So I have T. Higgins, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, Michael Pittman, Juju Smith-Schuster. So I'm five deep at receiver. I'm feeling good about that. Um, yeah, so it's 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 a play for now, but also a play for the future because I can extend T. Higgins for five years. It's always part of the play as well. It's a you know one of those uh, La Liga Lebowski type of formats that you might hear about with uh, Christopher Harris, who was one of the first yeah. people I heard talk about that type of format. And Tyler and I play in one as well with IDP, which is a lot of fun. So, yeah, made that trade. Feel really good about it today, um, especially with T popping off. And I did have him in my starting lineup. So, yeah. So, I love me. I, you know, I I sold off one of my shares to Tyler of T Higgins. And now I got one back in another league. So, I can be whole again is what I'm saying. Because DeAndre Swift, you ain't popping off for me yet, buddy. But maybe that no. second round pick ends up being the difference maker. We'll see with DeAndre Swift. But, yeah, that's all I got this week. Make sure you check out our 
beautiful, beautiful sponsors. Manscaped, use code DHH on there, as well as Trophy Smack, use code DHH ring. Our friends over at Dynasty Nerds, Rich and the gang, check them out. They've got extra Nerd Herd episodes, all sorts of extra content. Um, you can use code DHH over there as well and get 15% off a subscription. One of the best Dynasty sites you'll ever see. So make sure you check out the Nerds. And then also, if you're looking for some new threads, whether it's a sweatshirt, it's a hoodie, it's a hat, it's a shirt, you can go on Verdi and Global for Dynasty Happy Hour, and we've got all the things that you might need there as well. For Tyler, I'm Doug. We will see you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour.